Welcome to episode 16 of Basement Boys Podcast. Today is June 2nd, Tuesday. You could have picked a better time to eat dinner. <laughs> I just had a splate. A, a uh, I can never talk in the beginning of these episodes. A splate uh, spasta. Oh, that was some uh, chicken Alfredo that we had. I didn't get to do it while we were doing the interview, so just grinding it out. Life of a podcaster. Boys, first of all, Chase, tell me what you're drinking and then tell me how you how you did this weekend. And I didn't really touch I didn't really touch base with you this weekend, so I don't know if that's completely true. Um but I'm having a drop dead blonde from Point. Probably their only good beer. Um kind of like a spotted cow, it's pretty good. Uh, had a good weekend, golfed on Saturday like usual. Played decent, didn't golf all week, shot like a 89 though. So I'm thinking uh, 85 to like 92 or 3 is going to be my range this summer. So I'm happy with it. It's a good weekend. Hey, Chunk, what about you, my man? Uh, I just worked this weekend. I am drinking a diesel for all you people out there in the Budweiser. Had a good weekend though. Uh, kind of in some deep waters at work though. I worked all weekend. Man. I'm in some deep shit for what I did on Saturday. I left a little early and kind of fucked the store over. But other than that, I got some golf in the afternoon, had a fire Saturday night. So it was a good weekend. Yeah, Chanka, living life, my man. You're living life. I love it. But, yeah, great weekend. What are you drinking, Chuck? Or, or you said diesel. God damn, my, my mind's everywhere right now. I'm sorry, you guys. But uh, I got a Hacker Shore Weiss. My parents love this beer. It's like a German beer. I don't know where they get it. I think it's, it's got to be what is it called? a hacker shore. <laughs> Who's that little guy on it? Is that Abe Lincoln? <laughs> it says Seabig Shore, so that must be the guy that created it. German. That's some great, great sideburns. Traditional, it's a wheat beer. So, you know me and my wheat beers, the Blue Moon. And the, yeah, big big wheat beer guy, I guess. Yeah, but uh, great, great weekend. Um, Saturday I went kayaking. I don't know if you guys have ever gone kayaking. Fun as shit. Um, gonna have to sometime. Just having a few drinks on the Kickapoo River and just you, you, I feel like you think I'm making things up right now, but I'm not. Yeah, you're drinking a heifer's fights on the Kickapoo River. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm like a, just a middle-aged white guy from Portland or something. But then yesterday, so I I didn't run on Saturday, and I was like, shit. I'm at 93.1 miles for the month of May. And Saturday was May 30th. So thank God there's 31 days in May. Yesterday was the 31st. Chunk and I worked in the morning till 3. I was like, oh, Chunk, I got to grind out seven miles tonight. And Chunk, being the nice guy he is, was like, oh, I'll ride my bike next to you and pace you. So I met him about a quarter of the way in to my running. And he kind of paced me and it went really well. It went really smooth. I didn't feel any tiredness really throughout it. Uh, finished her off 100 miles pretty easy like that, boys. Uh, Chunk, I guess, what were you thinking riding that bike next to me? Did you feel like uh, you were like Lance Armstrong or what? No, I don't know what I was. I was just kind of enjoying the afternoon. It was beautiful outside. Probably the day of the year so far in yeah. terms of weather. So I was going to say that. That was great because it was super sunny. That day I came to uh, lacrosse, it was super sunny. It was so fucking hot. Saturday it was like a nice cool sixty five, at least here it was. Nice breeze and yeah, everything. There was a nice it was it was nice with the sun out, but a cool breeze to keep you keep yeah. you comfortable. Yeah. Loved it. Um it was a great day out today, kind of hot though. But you boys, how did your guys' month of May go go? Uh Chunk, we'll start with you. Ah. I think I was sober 
maybe like a total of ten days. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't make. It. But it's just too easy right now in quarantine to just not drink. I don't, I don't know. Recording these episodes too. The Jason, the you, did you dunk a basketball and we just didn't didn't know it or? I collectively saw one hoop the month of May, and it's in uh, Chunk's backyard, and I didn't even come within probably 200 yards of it. So that's how my goal went. Well, we did say something about paying 20 bucks to if you didn't complete your goals to the other people. There is an episode. If we go back to it, Chase remembers he's nodding his head. No handshake. Is that oh, you bitches? <laughs> oh, not. Amount of money I lost to you during our little gambling on video games and Chunk shooting under. Shooting under seventy at Drugans. It's all right. I'm a man of my word, I guess. But um, on a more serious note, here I'm not a man of my word. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> more serious note. Uh, everything that's gone on in the past week. Uh, we, the murder of George Floyd and everything, the protests and everything. We're um, standing with that, and we know that right now in America there's troubling times, and there's a lot bigger things going on than three guys talking about a podcast in our basement. And we may be joking about things and stuff right now, but uh, we are with people that are down there. Um, biggest thing, I guess, is staying safe and being smart. At if you attend these protests, I know people in the cities in Milwaukee, in La Crosse, and Eau Claire that have gone. Uh, the ones in La Crosse and Eau Claire have been peaceful. Some. Places like Madison, Minneapolis, obviously, it's kind of escalated. So uh, that's kind of our little take before we move on, just to let you know that we obviously have that on our mind. And we thought about not shooting episode, but we went for it. I know Music Monday is not shooting episode. So if you see us posting things about our clips and stuff, uh, know that we're not trying to like diffuse everything that's happening in the world right now. We're just basically um, kind of shed some light on these dark days that we've had 2020 has been crazy i don't know about you guys but this is the craziest year i've ever i thought 2016 was crazy but this has been unreal yeah i think i think to add what you were going on um how crazy the year has been especially this weekend probably maybe the height of it all if we can just continue to to be maybe a little bit of a light spot in people's feeds and kind of take people's minds off a little bit um we obviously stand uh with george floyd and everything that's going on um so, yeah. Yeah, it's there's very serious stuff going on, and we know that the world's bigger than us three guys that are making fun of each other, um, talking about eating each other's ass on a podcast. But uh, <laughs> going forward, I guess, with kind of the protest talk, J.R. Smith and Jordan Clarkson were a part of We saw many other athletes. Uh, saw Jalen Brown in the middle of it all, Trey Young today. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, – there's a lot of people I'm sure I'm missing right now, but J.R. Smith, actually, there's a video. He, I first saw him on my Twitter feed talking about how there's going to be a video coming out about him beating up, what do you say, a little white boy. But it's kind of like some of the protesters that have gone off of the hinge kind of and vandalizing everything have been white people from out of town. And he threw a brick through J.R.'s truck window and J.R. caught it. And the video catches him, J.R. Smith, kind of beating this guy up on the ground and kicking him and punching him. The guy gets up fine. Like, there wasn't any cheap shots. He didn't, like, knock him out and then continue kicking him. Like, he roughed him up a bit and just kind of yelled at him and got his face because of everything that just happened. The guy ran away. So, I don't know. Did you guys see that at all? And I guess what's kind of your take on that? Obviously, if you see your car get 
purposely vandalized like that, you'd probably, if they're smaller than you, would go after them, right, Chase? Yeah, uh, I would probably do the same thing JR did. Uh, we also saw John Bones Jones, UFC champ, uh, was out. Um, There's two kids spray painting, vandalizing buildings, and he went up to him, took the cans, and kept the cans, got rid of them, kind of chastised them too. So I think if you're in a position to – if I were in that position, I'd probably do the same thing. Um, there's definitely a difference between protesting something that happened and then just rioting and causing havoc for no reason. I guess there's a reason, but that's not how uh, I guess he probably would want his memory um, to be brought to life. Um, you saw his brother actually came out and said that he was a super peaceful person, that he was all about unity, all about everybody being brothers and sisters, even people of different races. Um, so I think that kind of speaks a lot to how this all should be handled and destroying your community and harming other people even more. Um, violence shouldn't be the answer when we're confronting violence. Yeah. But there's, yeah, I agree with everything you just said um, to the T. There's also things like we've seen. It's kind of like, what, what do we do? Or not we, cause I'm not black as myself, obviously, but you see things like Colin Kaepernick and other people make peaceful protests and Kaepernick got basically chastised from the NFL, doesn't have a job right now. Um, he was a good quarterback. It's kind of like after right as Martin Luther King said, rioting is the voice of the unheard, not to get too political here, but I can see both sides of why some people are, but I think a lot of it is people, white people that have came in and kind of, caused havoc on the city there's been a lot of videos and footage of that so as chunk what's your take on everything you've kind of said that um it's really impacted you the last few days just kind of watching it in real life and it's like living in a history textbook right now yeah it's kind of crazy i mean you guys have hit a lot of it what i was thinking in my mind but going back to the athletes like and then what uh george floyd's brother said today i like how they're they're taking George Floyd's brother's message and just kind of showing that you can go out and help the community. You can protest peacefully. And I think that they're helping send a great message out. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not going to comment on a lot of it because I hate getting into all this shit, but yeah, it's kind of my thought. Yeah. So um, crazy times. So that was our segment section on it. it shouldn't be just a segment. Obviously you could dedicate um, a few episodes to that, but, uh, moving, switching gears here, the Premier League, after we just announced our soccer podcast, I think this was like the day after their official return, June 17th, Chase gets to watch his Man City in action for the first time as a f- fan. Uh, there's 92, they call them fixtures, uh, games that are remaining total among the 20 clubs, so that averages about four or five games a club left. Um, and obviously, I think Liverpool's going to run away with it, but it's kind of vying for that final four spot there in the Premier League. Uh, it's kind of the first, in my opinion, first major league that's coming. I guess Bundesliga is very large, but Premier League is big, especially over here in the United States. Uh, Chunk, are you excited to see that back, or have you kind of passed your – because it's not really in season anymore, your soccer uh, fix? Oh no, I'm excited because I think I think summer's when I get most into soccer because you get the Euro and the World Cup every two years. But I mean, I'm just excited to see another live sport come back. Uh, Tottenham's in a great race for the fourth spot to get back in the Champions League. 
so I'm excited to see how it all pans out. How long does the season last? So they play – so there's 20 clubs. Uh, you play all the other clubs twice, one home and away, so there's 38 games. So it starts in August and ends in, like, beginning of May, late April. So it goes a while. There's a couple weekends of breaks, like uh, there's international breaks because teams will go play for their international teams and, in, like, tournaments and stuff. So there's a couple weekends that they take off. And then um, the biggest day of the year, though, is Boxing Day in England, which is the day after Christmas, right? Yeah, and they have, like, every team plays on that day. So that's, like, our – NBA and Christmas, but except every team plays. So August to May, you said? So is this going to go from June until? Well, there's only like four or five games left. So I think they're going to finish oh. it up. And then um, I'm guessing they're going to start back in August. Who knows? They usually, a lot of players, because there's a lot of major players, will play in um, international tournaments in the summer. So they're consistently already playing. So, But since there's not none of those going on, um, I'm guessing they're going to start back in August. That'd probably be the plan. Pretty juiced up for this. I got my. Uh, I was hoping it was going to be here for the episode, but I got some gear coming in. <laughs> Spoil it, but I got some stuff uh, coming in. I was hoping to be wearing it right now, um, and I got myself uh, a bitter rival in your dad, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that. Uh, first of all, did you get just a Man City kit, or like, did you get like the name on the back or anything? Or so uh, I had to get a DeBorney one. Got a- <laughs> I got a powder blue. I got a powder blue DeBorney one, and then I got the alternate. Um, it's like yellow and orange, uh, like gradient one. That yeah. one I just got regular. But they were like forty bucks Jeez. each. So I was like, I might as well get two. Shitty part is DeBorney might leave soon. Or signature and sell it on eBay. There's always <laughs> there's always talks with these stars in soccer world about them leaving like every year. Every but but with Man City getting that ban, he said he's out if they get it. Yeah, he's prime. Like he doesn't want to waste two years. Yeah, tell Chase what the brand is. Brand is again. Uh, didn't they just like lie about how much money they spent? I, I couldn't thought, tell. I thought it was but, Chelsea. But oh, whatever it is, Man City is facing a two-year ban from the Champions League, which is oh, the okay. premier thing in soccer. So what you want? Fucking Christ! You help me pick a team, and they're not even fucking play for two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, they're playing for like the domestic. So like. They're still playing in the league, but they can't play in that European tournament, which I explained to you last episode, but then you go, now back to hockey. <laughs> wow, there's some things to say about hockey. but yeah, my <laughs> dad, They can't win anything important, or they can still play, they just can't win anything. Uh, they can still win the Premier League, which is very important, but they can't win the Champions League. It's the biggest it's the thing. European tournament. It's the okay. biggest. We're all all right, that's, that's not bad, but still pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm two years, I'm not going to give a shit about it. <laughs> my, my dad was loving it as a Manchester United fan uh, ever since he was little. He went after Chase and Eric because and of the Glory, Glory, Man United song. Um, but, yeah, it was good times, I guess. So, <laughs> Good times in the neighborhood. <laughs> another, another sport, uh, MLB is having an issue returning. They wanted to return like end of June, but they've got some revenue issues. Uh, they, they're obviously having the hardest time returning out of any of the major sports. Uh, Chase, you did some quick research before we got on here. Chase, what did you find out when you were reading through things? Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is with, uh, obviously, with player salaries and how that's all going to be, the treatment of how much money they make, percentage of their salary, all that. So they already agreed to take a pay cut, salary cut, um, and then 
the owners took that and kind of pushed the envelope again, and now they want to split revenues, um, which would mean that might open the gates up to a salary cap in baseball. Um, they want to go with a 50-50 split right now. I'm not 100% sure really how all this works, but what I kind of got from it all is if they go with this 50-50 revenue split or some other sort of split, this would open the door to a salary cap, and then with a salary cap, salaries would reduce dramatically. Um, you see these huge deals like the Trout deal, um, the Machado deal, those sorts of things. So those might be out of the question uh, in the future if, if they do decide to go to a rev revenue split long term. Um, so I think the owners here are just being super freaking greedy, and they, they're already probably all billionaires. So the world needs sports right now. I think they need to take a back seat and kind of bite the bullet this season. Brewers is one of the, are one of the few uh, clubs that are still paying all their employees um, like within the organization and stuff. So that's cool to see, which small market team, you don't, you wouldn't really think so, but Chase you used to play baseball. Uh, what did you like most about uh, playing on the diamond there? Ah, uh, not, not being on the diamond was my favorite part. I loved the dugout. I was a dugout guy. <laughs> I did. I did play, but sometimes I would ask to not play so I could sit in the dugout and chew seeds and talk shit with the boys. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Chunk is a great shortstop. Chunk, uh, when we get back to softball, if we, if we get back to softball, what are you looking forward to most? I just love having those, like, hot shots up the middle that I got to run to my left or something, grab it, make a nice throw to first, and have whoever's in the crowd say, oh, nice play, or whatever, <laughs> have guys dapping me up or whatever. I, I fucking love that. I like fielding more than hitting. And then I also love running back to, like, left field or left center for a big high pop-up that I got to go back and catch because you slow fuckers can't get to. <laughs> so, that's a joke. It's a joke. Those are tough plays, but they're really fun to make. I miss it so much. Yeah, uh, we call him Eric Jeter out there. So he he kills it there. That didn't land with you guys, I guess. Chunk Chunk Jeter. <laughs> chunk Sarah Sarah Jeter. Jeter. But Eric because of like Derek. I get yeah Eric. <laughs> I want to be humble and just not say anything to that. <laughs> the captain Derek Jeter. What? That little kid in the crowd with the hat. Was that? Was he related to him? I don't know. I think that was his dad behind him. Kid's super cute. Yeah. But um, kind of back to we're just hitting all over the place here with sports and everything. We've kind of had like our personal opinions on things lately. So I guess what are you guys' uh, favorite summer activities? I thought of this week when I was kayaking. This week, that's one of them. Kayaking, canoeing. Uh, besides the obvious, like golf and. Chunk, you talked about fishing. Is there anything under the radar for you that you just like to enjoy? Maybe it's mowing the lawn or um, – Yeah. Actually, yeah, other than golf and fishing and, like, having fires with the boys, I love mowing the grass. And then I always go over it with a rake, you know, get the little grass clippings out of the way. And then I take the weed whacker around the edges. I, I take pride in my front yard. I really do. I love doing that. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, you've got a lot of guilty, guilty pleasure, too. But, um, <laughs> you feel guilty doing it? You're like, oh, God, this long. That's the wrong word. I use the wrong word. <laughs> He's got a lot of other pleasures, too, that go on uh, around the house. But it's been a few episodes. I had to drop that in there. <laughs> Chase, what about you? Yeah, uh, one of my favorite summer activities is porch sitting. Just sitting on the porch. <laughs> we yeah. did that Chase this weekend. Yeah, that is the best. You're just sitting there, a uh, little breeze coming through the screened in. 
porch, uh, you got some appetizers, some beers, just listen to a little soft music and just staring out. We got rivers in our backyard, so you can just look out and see the water flowing. Fuck, God, that's nice. You were like messaging this weekend and you're just like porch sitting forever. I texted like five hours later. I was like, I picture you just still sitting on that porch right now. <laughs> Pure <laughs> darkness. He's just sitting out there. <laughs> I think I probably sit out there for like on average, at least an hour a day. It's fucking awesome. Just thoughts on yeah. Today you were like, you had like a Confucius smoothie that was giving me advice on things. It's kind of crazy. I don't know what was going on. I was uh, hitting the quads and then I must've had some release brain chemical afterwards. <laughs> yeah. People that, like, watch – I guess we're not on YouTube or anything, but if you were to watch us and Chase were to stand up, his quads would be bigger than the screen. He's just got huge quads and little upper body. So false. <laughs> so false. Chunk's calves. Have you ever seen Chunk's calves? He's got calves of a Grecian god. Yes. Grecian, is that? Greek. Greek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Yeah. Yeah, kayaking is one of my underrated summer activities. Uh, I like yard games and things like that. But, yeah. Um, Another good one, uh, just driving with the windows down. Yes, sir. That's a great one. I do that all the time before, usually on episode days, try to think about things. Uh, Chase sits on his porch, and I drive around uh, across county. So, You guys ever power wash? Like the side of your house or what? Yeah, like the driveway or the sidewalk or the side of your house or something. That's a that's fun in the summer. That I can't. I mean, I have. I it it's kind of like shoveling. You you got to hit every spot. It's kind of satisfying. It's kind of fun. It's like another thing. <laughs> but shoveling the winter thing, I kind of enjoy snow blowing. Like, we'll so, get there some other day. Dude, if it's like a light snow and you just like kind of just graze over it, that's nice. But it's those big ones, God. No, I still snow blow everything. I'm lazy as fuck. Oh yeah, you guys got bigger driveway too. But, um, yeah. So that's our favorite summer activity talk. Little opinion, our opinion. We gotta think of a segment for our opinion ones. We kind of have been having that a lot lately. But I guess this is all opinion. I don't know why I keep saying opinion. You just really like saying the word opinion. Yeah, but now we have our interview with Eric's cousin, um, Bailey Kale. Bailey has been around the basketball circuit in Wisconsin, uh, well-known in this area, won a state championship for Central High School, uh, currently in the college basketball days, and we've kind of got some news that we break on him. So here's our interview with Bailey Kale. All right, we're here with my former high school rival, who I'm 2-0 against, Eric's cousin, former first-team All-State guard and state champion, uh, Bailey Kale. Bailey, how's it going today, my man? Good. How's it going? We're doing well. We're doing well. I guess, first off, you're Eric's cousin. What's it like showing up to Thanksgiving or Christmas and seeing that big unit over there down yeah. some mashed potatoes or shooting some hoops with them? Yeah, um, it's always good. You know, as, as a kid, I thought me and Eric would like, be hit it off the most. You know, we were always together the most, but, yeah, we, we used to play all types of sports together. He, yeah. used to be, he used to beat me a lot growing up, I won't lie. Oh, really? Is that true, Chunk? Yeah, back in the day, I was a pretty fucking good athlete. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Ah, eating like shit and drinking and just, it all went away. So you got <laughs> golf going for you, I guess. I guess. Yeah. See, really- I, can't, I can't golf. He's got me there. 
All right. That's all right. it. <laughs> Anyways, Bailey, um, kind of a celebrity here in lacrosse. Went to lacrosse central high school here. Uh, played with Kobe King. Rip Rose, a uh, gold ball there senior year. What was that like, I guess, playing at the Cole Center, playing at the highest, uh, the top of the mountain, you can kind of say, in the high school basketball and winning that gold ball? What was that feeling like? Uh, it was crazy. You know, I think it's even more crazy now, like, that I'm, you know, been out of high school a couple of years. And, like, sometimes I don't even think it's, like, that big of a deal. But, like, people kind of remind me, like, yo, like, that's not, like, common. So it's it's pretty special. And, you know, just the group of guys that I was able to do it with is pretty pretty special so it makes it sweet yeah you guys had a good team I mean you guys were sophomores when I played you as seniors and you guys played like seniors already so it was pretty competitive and we had some both games went overtime but yeah. uh, you guys had the nice rivalry with on Alaska going through the years we just sold out uh just sold out arenas basically as stands but uh kind of seeing how everything played off with the COVID-19 and like I know you still got some friends on central the davis twins and stuff how do you kind of feel for them knowing that they were kind of primed for a run <laughs> at state and how their season got cut short and stuff um you know honestly with something like this it's never happened like in our lives you know i don't, I don't really know how to approach it but you know i was just there for them and you know told them that they're, they're lucky enough to get to play you know after high school so just you know realize that you know basketball is like it's not like something that we're you know supposed to do all the time. It's you know uh, it's not a priority, I guess. I don't know how to say it. Yeah. But you know, and like it can be taken from you whenever, so just like don't take it for granted, type thing. So, yeah, and definitely, you, definitely sad. You know what I mean? Crazy. Yeah, a lot of you guys that came out of Central there, like you, Kobe, um, some other guys that I've talked to, I played golf with with Eric last year, and you yourself and the Davis twins, you guys all have good heads on your shoulders. So um, there's never really any character questions there, but um, AAU circuit, you played in high school. You, you played with Jordan McCabe, right? Or did yep. you, yeah. And then like, did you play with Tyler at all? Harrow? No, he was a year younger. So I played with Jordan. Um, so my first year uh, in the spring season was the spring and then it's the summer. It's like the whole month of June you get off. We actually played against Jordan in our last spring tournament, seventh grade, when our coach was like, hey, in July, Jordan's coming on our team. I remember Kobe and I was like, what? It was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. I played with him for two years, and then he reclassified. So then yeah. he ended up playing with with Tyler. But we were in the same program, so we, like, practiced together and stuff. Yeah. So, do, you, do you still keep in touch with those guys a lot? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on going to see Jordan actually this month. So that's sick. That's sick. Yeah, because Tyler's been very successful in the NBA, as we all know. Um, yeah, kind of yeah. pride and joy coming out of Wisconsin hoops right now. But back to kind of your decisions after high school, uh, you had a few options that you wanted to do, and you ended up going to play at Kirkwood and playing some JUCO ball. What was that like for the year you were there? And kind of what were your decisions factoring into what you wanted to do after high school? Uh. Kirkwood was a roller coaster, man. It was, it was definitely like, I'm, I'm super thankful that happened. You feel me? It was really, I met a lot of good people. The basketball was good, but you know, there were certain things that, you know, I just felt as a person, you know, it didn't fit for me. But it was overall a good experience. I thought. Yeah. yeah. It was my first year of college. So I didn't really know what to expect. 
Oh yeah, that's that's everyone's. Um, and you kind of took a year off there for music. We'll touch on the music kind of part of that later in the interview. But then uh, you decided to go play at Whitewater this past year. Had a very successful season. Um, Eric said you're loving it there, and you had some good guys you played with too. Some young talent. Uh, you guys are kind of around the same age. So what was that like playing that year at Whitewater and getting back uh, to bigger stages and stuff, and not that JUCO ball anymore? Yeah. Um, you know, it was. It was definitely it was nerve wracking at first, just because I didn't, you know, I took a year off and I just didn't know really how I was gonna be, and I felt like I had to prove myself right away, which is always kind of hard. But um, you know, I was just I just relied on you know the work that I had put in, you know, basically, you know. So I just did my thing out there and my hooping, you know, it, it did. I did what I did, but. Uh, I don't know. It was it was it was a good year. I thought. I wish we could have won more, but like you said, we were young. But I I had a good experience. I thought too. But yeah, what, what's the whitewater party scene like? I guess. Uh, um, I turned twenty one down there, so I turned twenty one on a Monday. And got a couple of drinks at this uh, sidebar. Shout out my boy Dre, my roommate. <laughs> I had like three, three drinks. I was drunk, man. It was crazy. Yeah. You're kind of a pussy when it comes to that stuff. <clears throat> man, I'm cool. It <laughs> <laughs> still hurts my stomach. <laughs> but um, it's it's cool. It's just kind of like, for me, it was, it just kind of got boring. It was like I saw the same people every you know weekend. So. Oh, yeah. And the bars, man, man, it'd be so hot, man. So yeah. hot. Like I remember this one bar. I forgot the name. Pumpers, I think. I'm telling you, walk in. I'm talking about it's hot, like hot, sweating, <laughs> bodies everywhere. Like, cause and there'll be people in there that love it. They be in there going crazy. I'm like, man, that's brothers. Crazy. That's brothers downtown lacrosse. You walk yeah. in, butt dripping off the walls. It's just a. It's and then you gotta think it's winter, so then you go outside and it's cold, but you're sweating hot. Man, that's how you get sick. It freezes to your face. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's still fun. Though, I can't lie. Like, you know, especially because the, the guys that I lived with too were really cool. So, like, when we went out and stuff, it was always fun. Yeah, shit's not really for me anymore. But as you get older, you kind of realize that. Yeah, I'm not a big party guy, but you know, here and there, you gotta. Step up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you got currently some things in the works, uh, going on about possibly a transfer. You want to tell the people that? Yeah. Um. In the works of coming back home and play EWL for my last two years for Coach Durnbot. So there we go, there we go, breaking it on the B Boys podcast here. Uh, yeah. What kind of factor in that uh, situation? You want to come back, see some family and friends, EWL, the school, or what? Um, you know, for me, like I said, Whitewater was a good experience, and I, I was I'm thankful for the people that I met there, but. You know, just basketball-wise and for, like, academically, I just feel like he is a better fit for me. Um, you know, Coach Dernbach is really invested in his players, and I think that's something that was lacking at Whitewater and that I missed. You know, and obviously, you know, being back home, when we came back and played out here, all the people that came out, it was pretty cool. So I was like, man, just to think about the time you play here would be dope. Yeah, Chase and I graduated. From uh, UWL, great school. Um, I played a couple years of football there. They take their sports seriously, and the 
um, trainers and stuff do a great job and everything there. They have good facilities, so like, yeah, can't really yeah. go wrong. But yeah. yeah, I'm excited. So uh, you've kind of uh, had two escapes from the real world with basketball and then now switching over gears to music. Mm-hmm. You've been kind of pretty successful in that. Uh, you've got a new song that I looked out on your Instagram bio called Past Tense that's out on SoundCloud right now. Um, how's that kind of uh, been the kind of dabbling in the music industry? Can yeah. kind of talk about that? Um, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's pretty, it's hard to say, you know, because it means a lot, you know, to me, but it's still something that I feel I'm kind of, you know, private about at times, but, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, now just releasing stuff, I, I got, I have so many songs that I haven't released, but, like, just getting feedback and, and just doing, I just love doing it, you know I mean, I'm not really in it for the fame or money or people knowing my songs or anything like that. Like when people tell me they listen to my music, it makes me feel good. So like, I just do it cause I really love to do it. So yeah, it's, it's more of like it's a definitely different, bro. It's different, but I, I like it a lot. I want to start performing and stuff too. That's another reason why I wanted to come back. So I feel like that too, for me being here, cause that, that could kick off some stuff for me. Yeah, because you know more people and you got that kind of like that hub here. Yeah, for real. It'd be, it'd be cool. I got to do it. I got to stop being scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we, <laughs> we, with our podcast, even, like, we don't really tell everyone that we have a podcast. We just kind of do it and if they find yeah. out about it, they find out about it. But, like, I've noticed you're kind of a celebrity around here. Uh, I've gone into, like, your Instagram and looked at people that, like, tag you in photos and you got, like, random little kids and shit, like, tagging oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, um, yeah, dude, I had some kid actually um, message me and was like, could you shout me out, like, and tag this page and this page? I'm, I'm trying to win this John Morant jersey. So I shouted him out, and I guess Josh seen it. He, got <laughs> <laughs> he messaged me and was like, thanks. And I, and I guess he asked a bunch of people, too, as well. So he was getting everybody to shout him out. <laughs> But yeah, the first hey, what's funny is this kid he's like probably eleven or twelve. The first thing he said was like, You have a lot of followers, so can you uh shout me out so I can get this jersey? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> but I mean I just remember when I was a kid and like I remember like seeing Matt Thomas and shit and like he always acknowledged me and Kobe and was talking to us and shooting around with us. So it's like you gotta give back. It's like you guys know when you're kids, you see somebody you really look up to and they'll show you love and makes you feel good so yeah yeah that was I, never, I, never, I never forget that so i appreciate and even though like you know it's been three years since i've been in high school kids still talk to me about man you were so good in high school i'm like thank you i appreciate that you even remember that you yeah like, yeah something that will carry with you for a while i guess um so you said you got a lot of music are you really going to release more music soon or what what's kind of in yeah, the works with that I, I don't know, bro. It's so, I don't know. I, I, I'll say yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. You got some good shit. We, I've listened to a few of them. I really like it. Uh, it's more like R&B for people that are that haven't really heard his music out there yet. But, um, yeah, good shit, Bailey. But uh, thanks for coming on with us, Bailey. It was a blast. Uh, stay safe out there and do your thing. And thanks for coming on, man. Now to your regularly scheduled program. Great interview with Bailey there. Uh, we got to break the news there on him going transferring to UWL. So we're basically the Woj of Division Three, as I mentioned. 
uh, Chunk, how, how does it feel to have him, I guess, back close to home and breaking that news live here on the B-Boys podcast? Oh, it's awesome because I get to see him play more. I love going to watch him play. love cheering him on. It's always electric because his dad gets so into the game and I get into it with him. But uh, you can trust me to hold a secret because I knew about that for a couple weeks now that he's going to UWL. Yeah, because I, <clears throat> I just asked you, I was like, is he still at Whitewater today? You're like, he's going to UWL. That's all it said. But I was just like, oh, nice. So there we go. Bailey allowed us to break that for him. Um, good dude. A great player. It's always hard to, to guard in high school and stuff. So moving on with basketball here. Keep the ball rolling, as they say. We're going to talk about kind of a different question I had was thinking about today was how do you think if there's going to be an NBA season finished out, what would LeBron's legacy be like if we if he won kind of with an asterisk by it? Because a lot of teams say there's going to be an asterisk by it. Or if he didn't win. Um, Chase, I'll start with you kind of, if you kind of understand the question there being said. <laughs> Yeah, um, I I'm a huge LeBron fan, so I'm trying to be as like unbiased as possible. But I think it's kind of a win-win for him if he comes back and they don't win it. Then you can always just say, well, if he did win it, a lot of people would have discredited, it, put an asterisk by it, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you also could have said that it was such an abnormal season that maybe it doesn't really count uh, count against his legacy. But then if he comes back, you can always just make the argument that a ring is a ring. And looking back in history, you'll see that he had four rings. Um, people will dive into this and maybe critique that it was, it was a weird season and a lot of weird circumstances and everything. But I think personally it's a win-win. Junk? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. Like I don't think it affects – I think in the short term it affects his legacy a little bit because people remember all this pandem- pandemic and stuff. but. Everyone's in the same boat in this league this year, so it doesn't matter how it plays out. Everyone's in the same boat. They have the same elements. Um, people are going to look back. If he does get to the finals, it's going to be his 10th finals, win or lose. I mean, a lose would be 3-7, and seven. yeah, but he still made it to 10 finals. But a win gets him four. You look back 30 years from now, shit, people are going to see it's his 10th finals. I don't think it matters. Yeah, chunk, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, an asterisk to me is like Barry Bonds' record or anything that had cheat that well, there wasn't fair playing ground. Now, I mean, I guess you could say it kind of shows which teams took kind of this time to prepare seriously while others may not have. So some people in quarantine and stuff might not have been working out or maybe didn't have access to these facilities as like the stars did. Um, I'm sure a bunch of them have hoops in their own house and stuff. So I think it is all kind of a level playing field from there. and there shouldn't be an asterisk because all the rest of the teams have a chance. You can kind of make the case too that maybe this season is harder than a regular season to win because you've taken such a long break at such a crucial time. This 60-game mark, 60-65 game mark is where teams really start putting together how they're going to play in the playoffs. They really try to start getting on a roll, getting on a win streak, getting the rotations that they're going to play in the playoffs, uh, kind of getting down pat the, the schemes and the system of, what they're going to do uh, late in games. Um, and then you just cut the season off and then you have to start back up again in four or five months um, and kind of rebuild, not only get sloppy play out of your way, but rebuild the system and rebuild chemistry with everybody. 
Um, I, like you said, everybody's in the same, same boat. So, I mean, there's that too, but I think there's a good case that maybe winning it this season could be harder than winning it in a regular season. Yeah. So this season's proved to be a marathon. Holy shit. Um, be interesting if they move, if there was going to be a season finish, if they move uh, the starting date to around Christmas, like they've talked about as which they honestly probably should. I mean, you, they're starting and people are still so invested in the NFL. Like, I'm not worried about, like, I'll watch the first couple of Bucks game, but I'm not worried about, like, the Lakers, how they started off in the month of October, November. It's like, yeah, football's still going on. But, because we love football. <laughs> so now that takes. Uh, you oh. think, so I, I'm kind of in the boat now where if MLB's canceled, whatever, if NBA, like, I would hate, especially being a Bucks fan and a LeBron fan, I would hate for this season to get canceled. But if it does, I guess, okay, whatever. If NFL, if we get to the point where NFL's canceled, I think I would actually might be depressed. Yeah. Would you cry? I would be very sad. I might shed a tear. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I don't think I've seen you cry. Yeah. He's crying right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Got to have football. I mean, me and Chunk have always said it. Just cancel all the sports until football starts up. Save people their time and. Well, all these riots and protests aren't going to help with everybody oh, yeah. being so close together and everything. We might see a nice spike after this. Probably will. It, it, and if the NBA tries to come back in like late July, their finals are going to be during peak NFL season there. Like somebody, I was listening to a radio guy the other day. A Colts-Jags game will outrate the NBA finals. They, they do not want to do that. It will. It will. It's proven. It will. <laughs> Is that, is that actually proven? The ratings of like Thursday Night Football dominates the uh, NBA Finals ratings. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of studies on that. Shout out to Drewby there. Um, but obviously, he's not a numbers guy. So. <laughs> All right. You guys anything, got anything else to talk, John, sports-wise? Uh, Chase, your wife's still out of the house? Yeah, I haven't seen her in like, 23 years so i'm starting to get a little worried i'm starting to think she might never show up so i'm getting a little sad all right so now we bring it to everyday celebrity um first we got six guys again i told chase these guys and he's like yeah i can't really think of anything funny for him but i've thought of some good stuff um who'd we start with last time for everyday celebrity Chase? I, I went last. Or no. No, you went second. So, Chunk, you start today. I go second. Chase, you go last. Chunk, first off, we have famous X Games gold medalist uh, snowboarder Sean White. I think he even dabbled in some skateboarding. But Sean White, Chunk. Yeah, I think he tried to skateboard. But I have Sean White as that really awkward guy that always smells like weed. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so what he – this. This is not controversial. It might sound like it, but when he shaved his head, he kind of looks like Abby Wambach. I don't know which way you want to go with that. But, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> he looks more manly with the long hair than the short hair. That's all I had for him. Yeah, he, he yeah, he's got very feminine features. I know what you're saying. Like, I don't know what's going on there, but I'd say that he's your local underachiever, like pizza delivery guy. Sorry if any pizza delivery guys are listening out there. Uh, 
And he's the worst guy to get in, uh, picked in a school project with. Like you're sitting in class in high school or something, and they're like, Cam, uh, Steve, Sean. And you're like, fuck me. You know he's not going to do anything. Barely shows up on time. He barely shows up sober to – it could be high school or college. And dude's just an underachiever, and you just know you're going to just have to pull that group to the finish line with him in it. Um, it's happened before to me. But uh, the guy's name was actually Don White. So Really? Yeah. Chase. Yeah. Parallel universes. No shit. Uh, Sean White. Kind of struggled with this one a little bit, but I think I got a good one. Um, he's the guy in the friend group who you could give him just an obscure amount of, obscure amount of money, and he could just do the dumbest shit. You guys are all sitting around, you're bored, and you're like, Sean, I'll give you five bucks to drink some glue. And he just fucking does it. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I'll give, you, I'll give you ten bucks to staple your leg. He just, he just does it. He's jumping off the roof into the pool. Kind of, okay, not to one-up you here, but kind of a spin. What I thought when you said that is, like, you give him money to go to the grocery store and get you some, like, uh, snacks or something. He comes back with, like, fucking wheat thins for, like, a whole party and, like, weird shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, marshmallows it's like yeah, what i thought too like, what wine. the hell are you doing <laughs> like uh, just get beer and like chips and burgers and stuff and he comes back with marshmallows and like tootsie rolls and he's like here you go guys it's like what i should have went to the store candy diet yeah <laughs> oh man next one is mike ditka um i start this one and former chicago bears head coach uh hall of fame coach and was a tight end for them but he reminds me, kind of, Bill off. Uh, he's a grill master. And I think I've gotten that from kicking and screaming when he's the neighbor on the Will Ferrell movie. But also, he's that guy that fought in a war and tells his grandkids, like, how great his generation is. Like, your, their kids are, his grandkids are sitting there, like, playing um, some mobile device game. And all of a sudden, he comes up and he's like, back in my day when I was 16 years old, I was over in Nam and my best friend, Hoovy was over there getting shot in the face and I had to carry him back through a jungle with fucking <laughs> torpedoes coming at me and you got mosquitoes the size of a basketball chasing you. <laughs> torpedoes and mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, Grandpa, I'm just trying to play some fucking hill climb racing. <laughs> that's what he needs a beer, post-war. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm telling you. It's like, you, you ever see... Uh, I, when I said post-war, I was thinking of uh, – first, I was thinking of revolutionary times. Then I was thinking of, like, when Forrest Gump carried Bubba out of the forest out of the jungle and was, like, when he got shot in the, shot in the buttocks and he saves it Lieutenant Dan. a million-dollar wound. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. But that's Mike Dicker for me. I'm out of breath. Chase, go ahead. That was pretty good. You're going off there a little bit. Uh, Mike Dicker. I have him as the guy who, who does something cool and he never, like, lets the story – like be lived down he never lets the story die he's always like retelling the story maybe he didn't play basketball in high school and he like comes into the gym and shoots three and drills it and then he's like oh you basketball players aren't even athletes it's football players we're real athletes one of those fucking guys along the same lines you, you like do something embarrassing maybe you like shit your pants at work and then he just never lets you live it down he's like remember that time you shit your pants at work you gotta tell that story to every new pe- person you meet with mike dicka you're coming after me, Arch. <laughs> I never said the basketball thing. I played basketball. No. Uh, but maybe the I'm shit. Not pants coming after you. Why do you always feel like you're being coming after you? Did you work with Mike Dicka then? Because you shit your pants at work. <laughs> uh, this is probably like my least. This is my most original one yet. 
I just said he's the fun grandpa, grill master. I did write that down. Um, but he's the grandpa that's always trying to get his grandkids to like drink some of his beer and like try it out and shit. But uh, yeah, he just always tells crazy bear stories and shit. Just a normal guy I see him as now. Yeah, could be. But um, next up, I don't know where you guys want to go with this one. I just kind of threw it out there. Uh, kind of like the just the random normal. It was like the Cody Bellinger of last week's. So. CJ McCollum, Portland Trailblazers, uh, two guard. Uh, Chase, you start us off here. Uh, if Arthur were a real live person, he'd be CJ McCollum. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly like him. It's like the shape of his head and his ear, <laughs> the way he holds his fist. <laughs> I kind of struggled with this one. Uh, I also put, um, it looks like his name could be Thibodeau. Like your first name? Thibodeau. Thibodeau McCollum. Yes. It's a good one. That's a good one, Chase. Shark? Is it me? All right. Uh, I kind of went along with another character of the same, but I said if Mr. Potato Head was a real person. (laughs) 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 But, yeah. said he probably loves, like, classical music, loves his dogs. But he's Terry Stott's secret lover. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You, you always go through the player coach dynamic. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, I have CJ McCollum as he looks like the actor that plays Steve Urkel, like grown up. Yeah. Um I'd say that he loves anime and he's that guy. Back to like a classroom dynamic thing. He's that guy that would like tell on the teacher if he catches you like looking over at your homework or something. And he's just like, Mrs. Covington, he's cheating on me. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it, CJ. And that's uh, CJ McCollum for me. Um, great uh, combo with Damian Lillard, though. So Yeah. Next one up. Got to be one, one of the coolest stories in the NBA. Comes from yeah. Lehigh. Lehigh yeah. and Weber, Weber State or Weber State, yeah. State. What a duo. Yeah. Trailblazers are fun to watch. Totally oh. awesome. Next, we have. So cool, how there. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Chunk, you started <laughs> off here with Robert Griffin III. Uh, Chunk's actually alter ego is Chunk Griffin III. So, Chunk, t- tell us here about RG3. Yeah, you'd think I like the guy, but I fucking hate him. Um, <laughs> I, to me, he's a liability. Relies on his wife to do everything for him. Um, and I have him as the guy that like showers with his kids still, and they're too old to be doing that. <laughs> with their kids, <laughs> like you know, when we would take showers with our dad at like really young age to like, like, oh, like he's, he's like, doing that, but they're at an age where they know what to do. Like seventeen, he's or he's just, just like, honey, I'm gonna <laughs> go shower with the dog, and you're like, what? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I have RG three. Um, he kind of reminds me of a guy that like loves weird foods too. Like combine like mayonnaise and put it like on his cottage cheese or something. Uh, he'll be at a party and all the husbands. He doesn't fit well with the husbands, but they're all drinking a beer and he's having like a martini. <laughs> and then he'll, like, <laughs> step up and say something weird and be like, uh, "Did you guys bring any?" Uh, sandwiches here and they're like do you have a plate of green olives that i could eat yeah. and it's like what, what do you want like sa- sandwiches like 
So it's just like a get together. You can go get whatever you want, I guess. And then he just like walks around and all the guys are like talking there, sitting there talking about him. And he's just like looking at like the wedding pictures on the fridges and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> just like searching around the house. And he's just like still walking around the house while everyone's like still sitting there in the like confined area. And they're just like, what the fuck's wrong with Robert? Just not a guy's guy at all. Yeah. And Mike Shanahan walks in. <laughs> what do you guys? I cut. I went the same exact way. Chunky said he was a liability. You're saying he's really not a guy's guy. I said uh, he's like the friend who becomes way too close with your girlfriend, and they become like best friends. And he like all of a sudden is super funny whenever like your girlfriend's around, and they like go and do stuff by themselves. I mean, you're just like you try to confront your girlfriend about it, and you're like, "What's going on with Robert?" And she's just like, "Ah, oh, he's just a friend. I think he even might be gay." And you're like, "He's not fucking gay." Turns <laughs> <laughs> into this whole big thing, and then you have to break up. <laughs> That's a good one. It's just fucking Robert Griffin III. You ever seen that picture of him with like his wife, and he's got like a turtleneck sweater, and his hair is like really short? Weirdo. He's ugly. God, is he ugly? <laughs> Moving on to another ugly guy, uh, former French soccer star. People that don't know who this guy is, you will have to Google him and search a picture of him because he looks like she's straight from Chernobyl. Uh, Franck Ribéry, old soccer forward, winger for um, France. And I guess I start this one, but I have him as the European bad guy in any Liam Neeson movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's like another another form of taken. Like Liam Neeson's like, I will find you. And it's Frank Ribery on the other end. And he's got like a turtleneck sweater. He's like, I don't know what he's doing. But he just like, he's the boss that peop- the other like bad guys lower than him keep mentioning. And you're like, when, is, when are they going to show this guy's face? And they finally fucking show his face. And you're like, this guy? This guy's the crazy fucking mastermind behind everything that Liam has to like figure out. So that's a uh, Frank Ribery, Ribery for me. Ribery. <laughs> I didn't know who this guy was when I saw the name. I had to Google a picture of him, and instantly when I saw him, I thought he's the guy with one of those huge trucks with the smokestacks and the nutsack on the trailer hitch. <laughs> <laughs> he's like buzzing out of Walmart super fast with his big coal smoke sprawling out of the fucking wearing like a fucking like deer shirt that's cut off and stuff and. One of those fox jackets. Yeah. <laughs> Chunky. Okay, I didn't look him up. I know who he is. He's the Bayern Munich guy too, right? Yeah. Okay, thank God. I have him as a guy that doesn't need to dress up on Halloween to be scary. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like all I wrote. So I couldn't yeah. think of anything. But yeah, you could be like a Freddy Krueger or a Jason Voorhees from Jason. No, he doesn't have to. He just like with his teeth and his, he kind of looks like our manager Greg just like weird <laughs> but you know what I mean he puts on the Freddy Krueger sweater and everyone instantly is like oh, yeah. he doesn't have to like put anything out any makeup on he looks like him <laughs> like yeah um, next up we have Chase starting us off here with Bill Walton a former UCLA basketball star and NBA star. Uh, now a weird announcer. Dude's high all the time. So I feel like you guys are going to go there with that. Uh, Chase, start us off. Yeah, Bill Walton. Um, I think he was the little kid at, at sleepovers who would, like, never stop talking. And right when you first get there, he's, like, super fun and awesome. And you always want Bill there. But then later in the night, you're, like, 
start to regret it. And you're like, this is why we didn't want Bill here. Cause he's just like slamming Mountain Dews and he's forcing everyone to pull an all nighter. And he's like, screw your parents. We're staying up all night till the break of dawn. <laughs> yeah. Like that guy that like chatty and cool right away. And then as time goes on, he just wears on you. Yeah. It just gets way too comfortable. And he's like telling all these crazy stories that definitely didn't happen. <laughs> He also might be an alien sent from a different planet. To yeah. <laughs> you know you're up. Why do you always do this? Sorry, I thought he was still going. <laughs> he looked at you. Also, like, I've had a few of these. Oh. But, uh, I'm, I'm on a – just wait. A little pause here. A little plug-in. I'm on Pearl Street Brewery El Jefe here. Another, another wheat beer. Ooh. I have to try that. But, uh, yeah, Bill Walton said he's the guy always looking for a new drug to try. Um, he has an area set up in his basement designed for him to just trip out, just try new things or whatever. Um, then he sends Luke a good good luck text before every Kings game. <laughs> One of those guys. What does Luke say back? Thanks, Dad. Nothing. <laughs> You're not talking or what? I didn't write that down. <laughs> I thought you had a good just kidding. I just Strictly off the cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah, there's no Luke response on here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> All right, I have Bill Walton as picture this. You're at the gym, say, like, I'll ask YMCA. You got your hand on a bench and you're just doing some rows and you look over, and Bill Walton is the guy that gets a little too flirty with girls at the gym and will not leave them alone after a while. Like, it's obviously the best-looking girl at the gym, and he's just sitting there right next to him talking. will not let them get to their workout. He's like, yeah, I used to play basketball back in my day and, like, just talk about shit. You could tell she's not interested, but he will not leave her alone. Maybe he'll give her, like, a back pat, like, and you can just tell she's just like, oh, just wants to crawl out of her skin. And you're just sitting there doing rows and just like, what the fuck? And then you, like, forget about your workout, and you just go home because you're just like, that was weird. <laughs> the local gym creep. Yeah. But yeah, I see a guy like guys like that, and they usually, usually look like Bill Walton. Maybe they're not like seven feet tall, but I like that one. I can can I I can picture it too. Yeah, but that was Everyday Celebrity Part Three. Um, <laughs> part Three. <laughs> <laughs> but good episode, uh, great interview. We finishing up here in episode sixteen. It is now the month of June. Um, we're gonna be getting some more content out there. Hopefully starting to blog soon. I get going on that website. Not looked at it in a while. But uh, yeah. A little form of motivation yesterday was when you got in front of me on the bike and I saw your basement boys logo on the back. I was running and I'm like, I'm doing it for them. <laughs> what? <laughs> for them. For us too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways Shout outs. Uh, Chunk, you got any shout outs? Just think of something. Uh, Bailey's dead, Jeremy. There you Fucking go. Love you, cuz. Yeah, Jeremy Kale. Uh, my shout out goes to everyone that's been involved this past week with protests, I guess. Uh, stay safe out there. And my other shout out goes to um, Call of Duty for getting us through uh, some good times. We had a, we were on a roll last night getting after it with. Uh, Connor Frawley. So, uh, Chase, your shout out. You got a special one that hits home again? 
Yep. Shout out to uh, one of our new followers, Jarrett Kuchman. He went ahead and went through and liked every single post of ours. Uh, gave us the follow. Um, he does some great reviews on his page. Uh, Jarrett Kuchman. If you want to go on there, check him out. Uh, one of He's one of our great followers. Very supportive. God, he's going to listen and think you're making fun of him and be like, fuck these guys. Well, now that you said that, that was very genuine. I really do appreciate it when people go through, take yeah. the time to look at our stuff. and Especially if you're like an ex-girlfriend or something. But we won't get into that. So anytime. Well, we're losing followers because of all your ex-girlfriends and all the shit you got going on. So maybe you need to chill. <laughs> I love when I look down and Trump just stops and he's like, <laughs> no, I, I was trying the whole time to just be frozen there and see if you guys would react. But then it was actually too funny to hold it in, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great ending, boys. Hold hey, on, I got an ending. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> have a great week and have a great afternoon. <laughs> Say Shy City, Shy City, Shy City. I'm coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think about me now and then? Cause I'm coming home again. I met this girl when I was three years old. And what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, excuse me, little homie. I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy and I like to... And from that point, I never blow her off Come from out of town, I like to show her off They like to act tough, she like to tone them off And make them straighten up their hat, cause she know they soft And when I grew up, she showed me how to go And at night time, my face lit up So it's down, and I told her, and my heart is where she always be She never mess with entertainers, cause they always leave She said it felt like they walked and drove on me Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me I guess that's why last winter she got so cold on me She said, yeah, keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold for me think about me now and But if you really cared for her, then you wouldn't have never hit the airport to follow your dreams. Sometimes I still talk to her, but when I talk to her, it always seems like she's talking about me. She said you left your kids, and they just like you. They want to rap and make soul beats just like you, but they just not you. And I just got through talking about what trying to do, just not new. Now everybody got the game figured out all wrong. I guess you never know what you got till it's gone. I guess that's why I'm here and I can't come back home and guess when i heard that when i was back home every interview i'm representing you making you proud reach for the stars so if you fall you land on a cloud jump in the crowd talking lighters wave them around if you don't know I'm by now i'm talking again. about shot town do you think about me now and then do you think about me now and then cause i'm coming
start again Maybe we could start again